Today on the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast, we are discussing Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Season 7, Episode 6, Adapt or Die. All that, right? We have no control over. Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. My name is Matthew Carroll. And I'm Jeff Randall. Jeff Randall, hit him with that five-star review from Apple iTunes. From Apple iTunes? Apple. From the Apple. At the Apple. <laughs> this one comes from A L S B S I W N D H D. I guess that was just a face roll on the keyboard. It says, guys, please read in a thick southern accent. Ooh. All right. Home sweet there home. There we go. Home sweet home, baby. Home sweet home. Know what I'm talking about. Uh-huh. All right. I cook a lot. All right. I mean a lot. And my new favorite thing to do while cooking is to listen to you guys on this pot. Loving every episode, especially the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. ones. Anyway, as long as you guys make the show, I'll be right here listening. Thank you. Thank Thank you you for that. Person with the name that is unpronounceable. Uh, Yeah. Really, really appreciate it. And we, we, that's, that's actually what we're most recommended for as a cooking companion. Yeah. Uh, Speaking of cooking, just wait till that ad comes later. Yeah, that's true. That's true. We're supported by Green Chef today, so you know, check that out. <laughs> cook. <laughs> that's, you can, that's something to look forward that's, to. That could be meta as hell, man. You just cook, cook your Green Chef that you got with your uh, MCU Cast eighty promo code, and then <laughs> while listening while to listening us. to the MCU Cast, yeah. I did. And it. especially if you listen to the the episode where we talk about you cooking, like. Yeah. Oh, mind man. blown. Mind blown. All right. <laughs> so we got a we got a couple things up top. First thing first, guys, we have a new podcast on the network. We've been waiting for a long time to launch it. We've been building up episodes, and uh, we've we've mentioned it a few times, but we haven't gotten there. We have a new show. I don't I don't think we've ever even announced the name of it here on the show. Our new show is called Panda Vision. That's right. Uh, it, is, it is a play on Stranded Panda. It's Stranded Panda watching television is basically what the concept is. Uh, the concept is basically uh, shows that you shows that we love that don't fit into the different universes. We're going to start putting on a show called Pandavision. So if you could please go subscribe to Pandavision, the first episode will be up by the time this drops and the second or third may will be up later that day. So uh, if it's Monday, when you're listening to this, um, the, there should be three episodes up there by the end of the day. So go over, subscribe to Pandavision, download those episodes. And if you give us a five-star review, we will be doing a, uh, a five-star review uh, t-shirt, free t-shirt for somebody who gives a five-star review. So, so for those of us who are flocking right now to go and, and subscribe to this new show, yeah, what are we talking about there, Matt? Well, that's the coolest thing. So you guys, at, we, we, we've got the, uh, on straightandpanda.com, we have the the join the army button, which is where you can join our email list, join the stranded panda army. And, uh, we've been listening to basically we've been asking, what do you guys want us to cover? Like every time someone joins the army, we can ask, Hey, what do you guys want to hear us talk about? And the most requested thing by far was the boys. Amazon's the boys. So by popular demand, we, and because we love, we love the show, we are covering the boys and, uh, we're actually most weeks. It's got all three of us, me, uh, Jeff and Matthew Westfox, uh, joining in over there. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's been a lot of fun. The boys season one is so good. And season the season two just got announced, uh, release date. So we're going to be covering that over on Pandavision. Also, I have to mention Pandavision is also, a play on WandaVision because we're, yes. we're, we're MCU freaks. Um, so <laughs> pa, we, 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 we internally call it Pondavision. Oh yeah. In my head, ever since creation, it's been Pondavision. Pondavision. <laughs> you just have to put your pinky out when you say it. It's Pondavision. Pondavision. Yeah. So we're excited about that guys. We're just really, really excited to, to, to be releasing Do more that. work. Well, well, the cool I mean, thing is another we, show. We've been doing all this stuff to release. We we started bingers, and we've been started. We started all these other littler shows that are like one thing, like the Orville or Watchmen. And we were looking out at the future. And we were like, "There's so many shows we want to cover. Why don't we just do a like sort of? It's it's the junk drawer of podcasts. It's like <laughs> it's it's all the shows that we really need to keep somewhere, 
but we don't want to keep creating new feeds and having everybody go subscribe to new things and cluttering up your feed. So we're just going to be covering everything on Pandavision or yeah. <laughs> Pondavision. Pondavision, where you keep your Sharpies, highlighters, gym clips, paper clips. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, random box cutters, extra spare batteries, you know, yeah, yeah. electrical tape, etc. Anyway, so that's what we're doing. Uh, that that is going on over there, and uh, we are, we want to mention once a month the Jeff to Jeff transfer. If you have not yet done it, you can transfer two dollars and fifty cents from Jeff Bezos to Jeff Randall. That's how that works. Literally, yep. you can give Amazon's money to us by subscribing to us on Twitch if you have an Amazon Prime account. So uh, if you go to strandpanda.com slash Jeff to Jeff, you can do that. It shows you I how. Like. And if you've already done it, all you got to do is go to Twitch and hit one button. Just hit subscribe once a month. And it's been a month since we mentioned it. So there you go. Just go over there, hit subscribe, and you just literally give us $2.50. It's a sweet, sweet deal. So... That's uh, that's a thing we would like to mention once a month. Uh, and then uh, we still haven't heard from RH2OH2. So mm. if if uh, if you guys are if who they won a shirt last week, but we haven't heard from them. So if you want your shirt, let us know. Um, I'll be sure to mention that the next time we uh, we start an arc for yeah, uh, on of movie medics. Yeah, on movie medics. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, let's get into talking about Agents of Shield now that everyone knows about Pond Division. And the Jeff to Jeff transfer. <laughs> so we uh, we no longer have to deal with Wilfred Malik's uh, fantastic, fantastic beards and where to find them. Yeah, fantastic beards and where to find them. Um, the makeup <laughs> department uh, is so happy to not have to deal with them anymore. Yeah. Why? What? What was so wrong? Why did they do that? I don't understand it. I don't understand it at all. I don't know why it was necessary for him to have a beard at all, but to have such a bad beard throughout his life in different phases. <laughs> it's just a weird thing, man. For a show that has been so thoughtful and caring about every other part of the show, to have one really bad beard that like persists through different decades is such a weird choice. <laughs> have you watched the, the promo for next week? No. Uh, I have oh. not, but hold on. Oh, Don't man. tell me. I thought we, we, I'm not, I'm we not. We forgot to watch it last week. I was upset at us. We, we always try to watch it at the end of the uh, podcast and we just didn't last week. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. So what did you think of this episode? This episode was, ah, uh, it was crazy. And like to have the, the callback to Jia Ying and yeah. to have Daisy go through the same thing was just nuts. So it was just so nuts. Like this, this season feels like it's real hard referencing everything that's happened in previous seasons. Like if you haven't watched all of all, all of agents of shield so far, this season's going to be like, what the hell are they talking about? Yeah. It's, it's a bit of a, um, you know, greatest hits for the show, but this, this, this episode in particular, there's a lot of really emotional stuff with her going through that, which is like one of the worst pains of her life. Uh, no, find when when she finds out about her mother and her father and like all the stuff they went through, it's so horrible to watch. That that is one of the most memorable scenes from like uh, or episodes from I guess it was season three, two, from, two. Okay, uh, when you find out what Jia Ying went through. And was just left for dead. Yeah, yeah. Ugh. And then for her, for Daisy to go through it as well was was really rough really really rough and then on top of that you get the the really emotional and like bad ass uh scene where colson makes his sacrifice yeah that's like a really re- oh gosh that this is a really emotional episode there's the, there's those two and then there's also the the scene where mac has to kill his parents or the chronicoms that are his parents. Oh, yeah. his parents are already dead. Yeah, it's awful. It's a real, uh, and, and him riding off into the sunset on a motorcycle because he's just like I got. I gotta go. I'm, I don't. I'm not gonna be here. Um, I can't be part of this right now. Um, yeah, that, it's all very intense. Like a lot of intense stuff. And like, man, Coulson. Coulson has never reminded me of Doctor Who until this episode (laughs) like something about the way his like swagger and like his the way he's talking about um you know that's my superpower 
I die. I die. <laughs> I die. That's my superpower. <laughs> oh, oh, man. man. So good and so referential of everything he's gone through from Loki to now, you know, his act, his, yeah. his death, death by Loki, uh, his death, uh, last year when the, the scepters scepter, uh, damage came back. And now, uh, he sacrificed himself as an LMD. Uh, yeah, I, I have no doubt he'll be back though. Like there's no way that's the end of his story. I mean, may looks at everybody and is like, he'll come back. Yeah. He'll be back. It's what he does. That's what he does. That's just what he does. <laughs> Oh man, like wait, how how is he going to come back? How's he going to come back? Well, the the thing about him is that now that everything's going on that is like they they can literally just catch up with another version of Coulson, which will not be the same Coulson, but it, like I could see us getting back like season 1 Coulson uh who hasn't gone through all this. But I don't really want that. I want that I want that Coulson back. But it, it, <laughs> to answer your question, how there's lots of ways they could bring him back. Um he's he's he was a robot mind, so it's very possible his mind is just stored somewhere. Oh yeah, they, they take daily backups. They're really good about their <laughs> their, their data or um what's the what's the word? I know what you um, think of data data protection. And yeah. They're really good about their data protection policies and their uh their disaster recovery policies. Yeah. <laughs> if your Colson gets blown up, you can spin a new one up in minutes. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And and on top of that, he died while inside that uh, computer mind or whatever, didn't he? Or did he come outside? Uh, no, he came out and blew he it came up. outside and and blew up the ship. And that that's why they couldn't find the Chronicom ship. It's, it's always been underground. Yeah, and the Shield ship has always been in the air. And then. In like episode three, they came hurtling through the air saying, oh, we should never we should never jump while we're on the ground again. And then they jumped while they were on the ground again. But then nothing happened. So I felt like there was no payoff for that or they didn't follow their own damn rule. Yeah, that's a good point. I guess maybe. uh, Yeah, it's a great point. (laughs) Totally. But I I guess they got lucky this time. Maybe they just the same similar place or whatever. But why did they jump? If if Coulson blew up the ship, if Coulson blew up their ship, why did they jump? Yeah, see, that's I was going to ask the same thing. Like, I thought they so they're supposed to be following the time tides, but I thought that was because they were following the ship that was following the time time tides. Right, right. That's, I didn't that's think they what had, we were led to believe. Yeah, I'd have to go back and rewatch that first episode, but or second. But I don't, I don't know. It's interesting. And the fact that they jumped is weird. Like I thought that I thought when they blew up the ship, they're like, Oh, are they just staying in the 76 now? Is this just where they live now? (laughs) This is just where they are. Then they immediately jump and leave Deke and Mac behind. Yeah. So how long do you think Deke and Mac are going to be behind? I guess, you know, because you've seen the next trailer. I mean, we don't know where, like, we don't know when they landed because they landed, like they jumped, they landed, they immediately jumped again. So we don't know where they jumped first and where they end up next. Oh. So it could be it could be any amount of time. Yeah. All right. Well, I don't know, man. I it's just a really fun episode. It it felt like a culmination of this first storyline, really. It did. It feels like this is the turning point to where they're going to have a, a different story to tell for the last half cuz I mean, first half we get Colson blown up, we get uh Mac's parents are dead mm-hmm. and Mac and Deke are stranded somewhere in time. Mm-hmm. Yes. But you also get like th- this whole, this whole thing is going to totally mess up the timeline. Cause not only that, but you also have, um, a, a young, uh, Malik getting superpowers. He killed himself though. Didn't he? I don't think he died. I think he just knocked himself out. At least they, they definitely did not check for a pulse. Like he's not dead, dead. Oh, I, yeah, yeah. I, I could mean, absolutely see him coming back. Like it looked like his, his powers were going to kill him, but then he knocked himself out by tearing down the barn or whatever. Yeah, it, it seems like he collapsed the ceiling on himself. But he said his bones were were shattering. Oh, which, yeah. I mean, that's what that's what happened to Daisy when she was first learning her powers exactly. too. So, so I have a feeling they're just gonna like wake up, you know, ten years from now, and they're gonna have a Hydra version of Quake running around. Oh man. 
Oh, that's awful. I, yeah. I love that. I love that when they called him Hydra or when she mentioned Hydra, he's like, I don't worship some space squid. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's like, I, 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 I did the family business for a while, but I, after meeting you, I changed directions. Now I, I study people like you. Yeah. Oh, so God. The, the idea that we have this, this new Malik with all that power behind him who's out there searching for the Inhumans, too. Like, what does that mean for those Inhumans? What does that mean for the sanctuary where the Inhumans live? Like, I don't know, man. This, this, it, the, the timeline is significantly different. There are definitely waves. These are not ripples. Yeah, these are not ripples at all. Mm-mm. Oh, I, I felt a lot more chemistry between Sousa and Daisy, though. Hell yeah, we did. <laughs> yeah, they're bonding in a real way. And I feel like I, I would not mind them like having a relationship of some sort. Yeah, like even if they even if they don't have a relationship, like rather, even if they don't have a romantic relationship, right. I'd still like to see them be best friends. Yeah, I think that's, that's, like, that's manifesting already. Yeah. Oh, there, there's another thing that uh, that we forgot to talk about. Simmons is not so far looking like a robot yes so yeah she has an implant we've talked about it a lot that there there's multiple reasons we don't think she's a robot or, or a chronicom now she has an implant that's making her forget things but maybe it's making her forget too much is the problem so they have to like or work. she's, to she's forgetting or the wrong things yeah like she said that she's forgetting the things that she needed to remember and remembering the things that she needed to forget yeah so I don't know. Maybe that maybe that was affected by the EMP. Mm, maybe, maybe. Yeah, that doesn't really make sense. That the why that would continue to work after after the EMP, unless it has shielding, which it's a much smaller device. So maybe it's shielded. I don't know. That EMP blast was huge. Yeah, like it took out it took out the the um, the Chronicom that was like outside you know, hundreds of yards away. Right. But I'm assuming the sh- whatever shielding might be on it might be protecting it. I don't know. Maybe. Uh, or it just rebooted or whatever, just like Colson did. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Maybe like for a brief moment, she's like, Oh my God, I remember everything. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, it's just, there's so much left to, to find out. Yeah. We still have so many questions mm-hmm. we haven't seen. Damn it. We haven't seen Fitz yet. Nope. No, we have not. So, Jeff, we have a sponsor today. Do we have one? What, who, what, people like us? Who is it? <laughs> we do, we do. Uh, we've had this sponsor before. It's Green Chef. Green Chef? You mean that USDA certified organic company that makes eating well, easy, and affordable with plants fit every kind of lifestyle? That's exactly the one. They've got meal plans that include paleo, plant-powered, keto, balanced living. And you know what? You guys have probably heard us talk about them as well as HelloFresh in the past. That's because Green Chef is now owned by HelloFresh uh, to, to offer a wider range of uh, meal plan types. If you're on a very specific diet, this one's particularly good. Green Chef is awesome. Like I said, paleo, plant-powered, keto, and balanced living. It's really, really great. Hey, that really works out for me, uh, especially with the recent diagnosis uh, from the doc. Yeah, I don't, I don't think you mentioned it on the podcast before, but you, that keto is going to be great for you. That keto is going to work out perfectly for me. And, uh, you know, I, I've enjoyed keto so far. I like uh, bacon and steaks, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you, if you like, if you like, uh, like fatty meats, keto is a really wonderful thing to do. <laughs> and it weirdly helps you with the, with the diabetes. Like it's really wonderful. <laughs> it's kind of crazy. So the way that Green Chef works, they let you choose from a wide array of easy to follow lifestyles with select organic ingredients. Recipes are quick and easy with step-by-step instructions, chef tips, photos to guide you through everything, through everything. Uh, Everything's handpicked and delivered right to your door. Ingredients come pre-measured, perfectly portioned, and mostly prepped. Yeah, it's pretty great. It's pretty great, guys. I just got, I just got my first week of uh, plant-powered Oh, yeah? Yeah, man. Uh, you know, I've just been thinking about eating a little less meat lately, uh, especially, you know, just, just just feeling like it, just feeling feeling like 
that's a good thing to do. <laughs> like I'm eating more meat and you're eating less. <laughs> I think that's what's happening. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It's a balance. It's a balance. It's a balance. As, as a podcast, we need to maintain eating the same amount of meat collectively. <laughs> <laughs> Perfectly balanced. As all things should be. <laughs> so, uh, so, so I recently ordered the plant powered, um, meals which is you know a bunch of vegetarian and vegan meals but they're super flavorful um i just i just got home from a gig and my girlfriend had cooked up the creamy corn and potato chowder and it is really good like i don't i i'm always been a big meat eater so trying the plant-powered thing was a i felt like it was risky and uh (laughs) no need to feel that way it was pleasantly surprised pleasantly surprised i was super tasty so i highly recommend uh green chef they're just really, well, really good stuff. You know, it's it's funny that you mentioned that. You know, it could it could be a little bit intimidating to try a new style of eating, but with Green Chef, there's something for everyone. It's easy to eat well and discover new recipes every week that you'll love to cook. They have this huge array of recipes every single week that you can that you can select from. Like just looking through the keto stuff, I'm like, man, can I have one of each, please? Like, don't send me multiple uh, multiple meals of of any one of them. Just give me all of them. <laughs> and it's delivered right to your house, you know? Um, contactless delivery to your doorstep for easy home cooking. Like, you don't have to worry about... Uh, you don't have to worry about going out to the store. These days, we all want to stay home. I feel like almost every ad we're reading these days is a product you can get delivered to your house because that's the way we're the way we're doing everything these days. And to get really great ingredients delivered to your house uh, from a really great company with really great options, it's just a great thing. Check them out, guys, for real. And just to to kind of reiterate the point that it is in fact super convenient and easy. You let Green Chef do the meal planning, the grocery shopping, and most of the prep for you, you know, each week, week after week, it is just so, it makes your life easier. You have to worry less about cooking. And that's one of the things that I, like, I honestly have lately been like, oh my God, it's a slog to have to meal prep and and do that. But like, it's kind of required of me at this point. Yeah. I was really impressed with this this meal I just got for uh, for a few of these meals that I just got. A lot of the stuff was even already chopped, which I've never. A lot of the meal kits I've ordered Man. in the past, the the chopping has been a big part of the work. And this, um, I don't know that every every meal is, comes everything chopped, but like a lot of they they really do some of the prep for you, and it really made it fast and easy to make. God, that's so much better. Really, really great. Use code MCUCAST80 to get $80 off your first month plus free shipping on your first box. Go to greenchef.com slash MCUCAST80 to redeem and for more details. Again, uh, for $80 off your first month and free shipping on your first box, go to greenchef.com slash MCUCAST80 and use promo code MCUCAST80. Let's let's get into some feedback and see what everybody else is talk saying, and then let's uh, watch that next week. Next week on because I am really curious. Okay, so Will Fowler says Simmons has an implant. She's a cyborg technically. Maybe Enoch can help uh, with her memories, but it would have been better if he was there. Besides boredom, that's why Enoch cared so much about getting back to the Zephyr. And another thing is that Daisy wasn't being flirtatious. She was just showing a guy from the past some rad tech. Maybe I missed some other clues. I think Quake was Sky for that moment. Hmm. Yeah, maybe he's responding to the fact that we talked about uh, them seeming like they're being flirtatious. I don't think they were necessarily being flirtatious. I just think they have chemistry. Like that, I could just see, I could see something sparking there. They keep putting them together. It just seems like they're trying for something there. It seems natural to me. And I want something to be there. I want them to be flirtatious. I ship it. Yeah, I ship it too. He needs some love in his life. <laughs> The timeline that he left behind where Captain America just stole his lady, you know, like he needs some relationship for himself. (laughs) If Captain America can seal your lady, she's human. Um, I was going to say she's she was never your lady to begin with. But I mean, no, she's just a human being. She's a human being. Yeah. Captain amazing. All right, Andre Sparks said, okay, I'll clarify my theory. Now, maybe she isn't Gemma at all. Maybe it's her future daughter or granddaughter that looks like her. Enoch took care of her after her mom or grandmother died. Hence the line, I'm only alive because of him. 
the whole act about Fitz is to prevent them from knowing the truth and getting off mission. She's the grandchild of Fitz and Simmons. That's the full theory. Interesting. Interesting. I I feel like that would be a weird turn for the show because we spend the whole season not knowing who she is. Yeah, like if we're if we're led to believe, like we were originally thinking she's a, she's an LMD, she's a robot. Really? Um, she, and then they they go no she's just got an implant that's messing with her like how did she spend a considerable amount of time doing any kind of research and still look as young as she does yeah they, well I think what he's saying is that they're lying to everyone yeah yeah I know that they're lying to us but like I, I just it, it's weird it's weird that she would look the same if she's a granddaughter. I mean, that's only happened right. one other time with uh, Spider-Man Homecoming's principal, you know, being the grandson of the Howling Commando. And that's uh, just because no, the actor. It's also happened to the Koenigs. So it's kind of a pretty common in-universe <laughs> occurrence. <laughs> Those Koenigs are fucking LMDs, man. And you know it. <laughs> Um, yeah, so it, it could be, it could be, but I, I just think my, my main reason for not thinking that's the case is that it's just a weird thing to do for a final season of the show. Like take a character, the actress is still there, but just make her a completely different character that we're just assuming all season she's one character and then it ends up being, she's a different one. It would, it would be really weird for the show to not care about giving Gemma a final season. You know what I mean? It's funny that you say that when that's exactly what they were trying to do with Coulson last season. Well, see, they did do that last season, um, but it wasn't the final season. So that does matter to me. That does. It does. It wasn't the final season. And they had thought that the season prior was going to be the final season. Then they got picked up for another one. And then before that one even had aired, they got this one. And then this one is the last one. And yeah, if, if we had known... God, if they had thought that last season was the, was the last one, and then and then it's not Coulson, it's just Sarge. Like, oh god, it would have been so awful. Yeah, it would have been pretty bad. And I, I would feel the same way if Gemma just was not actually Gemma. You know? Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, I'm. I would be kind of pissed off. Mm-hmm. I was. I was pissed off about uh, about Coulson and Sarge. Like, we didn't get a chance to even miss the guy, and there he is. Yeah. And at this point, we've been six episodes without Fitz. Yeah. Talk about missing a character. They did that two seasons ago, too. Or was it last season with Sarge, that season uh, where Fitz was off in space? It was like three episodes. I wonder if it's because the actor who plays Fitz has been getting successful movie roles and they're just like letting him have a lot of time to do other things because this is like the third season where they've had chunks of the season missing Fitz because it was the one season where he like took the long way because they wake up in the future and they're all in the future. And that was two seasons ago. And then last season, uh, they, they spend the first chunk looking for him. And it's, it's, it's later in the season when we finally find him working on that ship or whatever. So, you know, it's been multiple seasons where they, they keep taking away. And I know he was in that movie over, Oh, was it, it was called overlord? Was that the movie? No overlord. Yeah. 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 Okay. So that, that was a pretty that big was in- role. That was in 2018. Right, right. Which is the first season we're talking about this happening. So that's, that seems like maybe there's a possibility that he's getting other roles. I don't know. Well, according to, according to IMDb, he's got a TV miniseries coming up called us. And then there's a short called upstairs. That's in pre-production. Huh? And that's it on his actor credits. Hmm. Okay. I didn't know that he was in uh, Ultimate Spider-Man, the TV series, in an episode called Lizards as Agent Leo Fitz. Oh, that's super fun. Yeah. Nice. Good, good, good job with that deep connectivity. Not continuity. <laughs> we can't call that continuity, but connectivity. Connectivity. Yeah, so so he is making movies, is my point. And that might yes. be why he's getting some of this. Like, it just seems like this is the third season where we've missed, missed a chunk of fits yep, yep. I, 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 oh. I, want, I want a bit more fits I'm, I'm missing fits i need some more fits in my life uh, elizabeth henstridge was also in that episode as agent Gemma simmons neat i miss fits like he misses that sandwich man never got to eat that sandwich nope. i feel like the last episode he should get that sandwich 
<laughs> Didn't he get a different sandwich? I'm sure he's had a sandwich since then. <laughs> he's had several sandwiches since then, likely. But like <laughs> in that episode, didn't he get a different sandwich? I don't like, remember. He got one to replace it. God, it's been so long. That was what, season one? Yeah, that was season one. That was like his first time out in the field. God, that was Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's out right. with Ward. That was back when Ward was still good. Oh, there's actually somebody gave some feedback about Ward being good. I think it's in <gasps> here. Oh, no. Uh, and, I, and I love it. So let's, let's keep going. Let's keep moving. Okay, okay. Jerm, uh, Jeremy Tomasulo says, you guys were talking about Sousa and his reaction to Avengers and not being privy to information. To me, he's Cap from Avengers. He's the man out of time. Ironic that he's the Cap of this team. Keep up the great work. Yeah. No, absolutely. Uh, he's he's 100% the man out of time. Like, not getting the jokes. Like, he he's fulfilling that role perfectly. And what I love is that they're doing this in such a cool way because everyone is out of time in their own ways, including a Deke who's from the distant future, a like uh, a Colson who's sort of like a man from a different time, like from a different era of shield. And he's sort of like adapting to the new situation. And then you've got all these new people who are still out of time because they're in the past. And then you've got <laughs> Sousa who's like, like as, as he says, like he's the captain America, like the yeah. classic man at a time thing. I, I love it, man. It's so, just such a cool way to like give a lot of characters ways to play off each other with that similar concept. I love the way that he plays it, though. He, like he's a bit, he's a bit different of a man out of time than what Captain America does. Captain America's so stoic, and he's like just trying to take it all in, and like he's holding on to things in his in his mind in his past. But then Zeus is like just outright using phrases like trout in the milk and uh, and not wanting to leave suits behind. Like he still wants to wear his nice suit and, and, and Daisy calls him like super unfashionable <laughs> and a stickler. Yeah, I love all the getting Zeus getting dressed stuff and he how he's just wearing his old old man clothes. It's just so good when they all go into the store to get change and he just comes back out still like with, with his old suit with his cane looking like a grandpa. Like it's just so good. Yep. Yep. So it's like uh, it's like he's not trying to adapt at all into the into the future. He's just like, nope, I'm holding on to this because it's all I know. And this new stuff is crazy. Yeah. Oh, man. And um, something that we didn't talk about, I, I found it really funny. That was um, Colson walking down the street last episode in in the 70s when he <laughs> when he was like, oh, man, like this is what all the grownups were wearing. Like <laughs> these clothes were the ones that the grownups were wearing. <laughs> yeah. Him looking at the 70s and being like, this is this is my childhood. This is so right? weird. Yeah. He's like, I'm on this part of it now, this side of it. We've seen so many uh, time travel stories, uh, you know, in, in, in our lifetimes. And this is just such a fun one because it's time travel from like five different perspectives or whatever. You know, everybody's got their own perspective on these different times they're jumping to. And it's just super fun. And, and man, and using it in such a weird way with Mac having lost his parents to it to the chronicoms and then having to kill them. I just, that, that scene, man, whoo, it's so awful. So awful. Yeah. And we, we don't necessarily like, we know that they had two children already. Mm -hmm. Um, so Mac is already alive, but I guess Mac is an orphan now. So, you know, are they going to follow the rules that, uh, that back to the future had done or, you know, uh, time's supposed to still flow forward, but I, I mean, theoretically, Mac should his experiences should change now, right? Not based on the Avengers form of time. Not based travel. on Avengers, but like I can't let go of Back to the Future, man. No, no, this does not operate as Back to the Future, uh, as Paul Rudd says. Back to you mean Back to the Future is bullshit. <sighs> it hurts. It hurts to think about. Eh, it's fine. I love Back <laughs> to the Future, uh, and th and their version doesn't make any sense, but I enjoy it a lot. <laughs> so it's fun. It's, it'll be it's fun. fun. It's fun. Let me have the fun. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. Next up. Then Throckmorton said, Hey guys, my name's Vin. I'm usually a silent listener, but something in the last episode of shield got my head cannon rolling. 
When Nathaniel captures Daisy in episode 5 of S.H.I.E.L.D., he says, I knew they would send you. And that line stuck with me, and it made it feel even more personal to Daisy. I think they sent Nathaniel through the monolith to that other world, I can't remember, and got him back uh, as Hive, and somehow he got the memories of future hosts, because time works different there, and remembers Daisy as Ward, and will remember Gemma as Will. I don't know that it might not happen, but I think it would be really cool. Thanks again, Vin. Ooh, that is some deep canon, Vin. I love the idea um, of... Uh, 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 I just like the idea of Hive coming back as, you know, we've already gotten so many of the other villains and uh, for Nathaniel to have been Hive here would be really interesting. I don't think it's what they're going for, but I love the idea. Yeah, that, uh, that, oh, that planet was called Maveth. Yeah. The, the, the trickiest part of that would be the idea that time would have to work differently. Yeah. Yeah, I, it's, I don't think they're going to go there because it would be a lot to explain. I think they're just going to go with they have torn this timeline apart. Like they really have giving letting Malik survive to create uh, Shield and Hydra technology way earlier. Hydra has way more of a, a grip on Shield than it ever should have. Um, the Chronicoms. I don't know. I don't think they killed all the Chronicoms. I think they destroyed their ships. So there's probably still Chronicoms sticking around trying to mess with time. Um, now you've given Nathaniel, uh, this guy who doesn't want to be a part of Hydra, this like crazy ability, possibly if he didn't die. I just, I just think that the timeline's so different. Not to end. Max' parents are dead. Like just, just, just craziness. Uh, we're gonna. They're really gonna have to test. Like what happens when you do go back and create a new timeline? Because I don't think at this point they can say that the time stream theory uh, is going to fix this. Like, yeah. how do you fix this? <laughs> like they've been building dams all over the place. Yeah, they have built lots of dams. But but super fun theory. Super fun theory. Yep. Thanks for writing in, Vin, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Be less silent. Yeah. Don't 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 be a stranger. Appreciate it. Don't be, don't be a stranger. Don't make it creepy, Matt. Don't make it creepy. And, and what was creepy about that? We do creepy on Panavision. <laughs> Remember, we'll be watching. <laughs> oh man. So next up, Drew Greg said, Hi guys. I've lost count of how many times I've said this, but this episode is the best of the season. <laughs> I think that you've said that six times now. Um, anyway, they've spoilers. Been, they've been getting better and better. I yeah. freaking love this season. He says, spoilers, but if you aren't watching the show, what the hell's wrong with you? Uh, he doesn't add the hell. That was me. That was, that was Jeff for flavor. Um, Max's story was heartbreaking. Having to watch him throw his parents out of the Quinjet was awful. I loved when Mac introduced himself as Director Mac and Yo-Yo made his name Macklemore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited to see next week's episode, The Totally Excellent Adventures of Mac and the D. I really want to know where Fitz is and when Fitz is, and while I'm asking, why is Fitz? <laughs> <laughs> he kind of seems like the Watcher from what Simmons described. Oh. Uh, Coulson's story was awesome. This is the fourth time that Clark Gregg has died in the MCU. Avengers, Season 5, Season 6, Season 7, Episode 6. And what if this time he didn't come back? That would be sad and funny. Uh, those are all my thoughts on this week's awesome Shield episode. Thank you so much for the awesome podcast and keep up the great work. Prepare for extreme G's, Drew. <laughs> Prepare for extreme G's. <laughs> That's so good. I love Enoch. I love Enoch so much. I'm so glad he's back on the ship. So glad. Um, yeah, yes. I'm, I'm really excited. Uh, Drew, Drew just mentioned the totally excellent Adventures of Mac and the D, which is is the tr- supposedly next week's episode. I yep. I'm excited to see the trailer for that. Which we're only we've got one more feedback, and then we're gonna watch that trailer. So let's do it. Uh, Drew, uh, all all good thoughts, Drew. And I really want to know where Fitz is, like a hundred percent. Right, right. I mean, I think. I mean, okay. If we're if we need to keep ourselves from being very sad. We need to think back on Director Stoner uh, coming out of the the mind transfer device or the mind download device or whatever it is uh, and being like, I believe you, like straight out. That was so funny. Waking up and just immediately, I believe you. (laughs) I love it. I love it so much. And especially to have her outrank him. 
Or to have May outrank him. Oh, She's that, like, was such a great, seven. that was such a great little line. Like, uh, if it's uh, if it would be acceptable to you, I would like to buy you a beverage. <laughs> he's like, uh, uh, says something like, well, I think we'll need to keep it professional. And he's like, yeah, you're right. I, uh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't remember what he says, but something about how, you know, he outranks her. He's like, actually, I, I'm level seven. I outrank you. <laughs> so good. Get wrecked. <laughs> Oh man! Oh, I wonder if no, no. There's no way. Um, I was thinking he could have a, a catchphrase that's uh, like instead of saying "get get wrecked," it's "get ricked" because he's Rick Stoner. It's dumb. That's true. It's dumb. He could. They could go that way, but they could, but they won't because it's a <laughs> dumb joke. <laughs> and the writers are better than that. They're, They're better, better, than, better than, this. than that. All right, 084, last one. 084 says, "Bravo to Agents of Shield." Can we point out though? Can can I can I can I pause the the review readback? By the way, pause the Bravo. Sure, go ahead. Pause the Bravo. This guy who has written in a lot, his name 084 is from the second episode of the first yeah. season of Agents of Shield. I feel like that needs to be called out, uh, especially being as this is the final season. Like 084 has been writing in since that like. Since that very uh, second, uh, since that first season, I believe, 084 has been writing in for lots of episodes of S.H.I.E.L.D. and other things. But uh, yeah, his, his name is still a reference to that very first episode. The second episode, sorry. Second episode. Which is entitled, I believe, 084. It is. It's titled 084, uh, and it stands for, or it's the code for an object of unknown origin. Mm-hmm. And I love that I love that that has stayed true in uh, in his name yeah. all this time. Anyway, Bravo to Agents of Shield writer DJ Doyle. Also, fuck you, Agents of Shield writer DJ Doyle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this one got me right in the feels. Coulson's monologue, intercutting with the team we know and love, proving him right yeah. was everything. Yeah, when he says there's like three things you need to know or whatever, there's you got three things wrong. That that whole speech is just freaking awesome yes um mac having to fight his own parents to the death is definitely something i should have expected from the writer who was behind jia ying's vivisection oh may shooting a little girl daisy getting hived yo-yo meeting her future armless self and fitzsimmons marriage counseling insanity hour bravo indeed I'd call this a swan song if that swan was also a winged hell beast feasting away at our souls. <laughs> Not much else to say about this episode. It was real good, guys. Until next time. I love it. Thank you, 084. 084 just basically like tore into DJ Doyle for this one. <laughs> and... The- and not not undeservedly either because no he's done dj doyle is responsible for a lot of our heart ripping out that happens for sure i'm just yeah absolutely Uh, (sighs) interesting i'm I'm looking at like what else dj doyle has written and uh it's it's interesting uh he also he also had a big part in heroes apparently oh that was such a good show well (laughs) all of it all of it start to finish no (laughs) <laughs> not agree with that uh season four was really good i've heard that but season three was so bad that i could never turn it on again <laughs> yeah season two uh season two when the writer strike happened like kind of neutered it other season one that like now season one was full all the way through season two had 12 episodes mm, okay and then season three was where they were like, let's take everybody's powers away and give them to other people and do all kinds of weird shit. Yeah. Let's ch- when you, one of the biggest problems with shows like this is when they just go too far with making every character so different. Every episode, uh, I've said it many times about Gotham. That's something that Gotham loves to do is just like take a show and just take the characters and like everyone is constantly shifting their allegiances to the point where there's no bedrock of like, these two characters relate like this, you know, like, and when that changes, it should be a big deal. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. In this, we know Fitz and Simmons, their characters, their, their relationship is developed, but they've, they haven't gone like, we like each other. Now we hate each other. Now we like each other. Now we hate each other. Like so many shows do that stuff. And I feel like heroes is one of those where like, 
they would just change stuff constantly, change character motivation and stuff way too often. And the unforgivable thing for heroes to, to get completely off topic before we watch this uh, trailer, um, the, the, the unforgivable, completely unforgivable moment for me for heroes was the, I think it was the last moment of season three when the Petrelli mother decided to give the I, Siler, the big bad, the identity of her son who just died so that she could be with her son, I guess, or to save her son. But like uh, her son was already dead. It was to, to get her son back. It was to make him think that he was her son and implant all the memories yeah. of her son, which made it just, it pissed me off so much. Right? Like so much. It just didn't make any sense. I like, and it wasn't like she was the type of lady who like, she's a pretty realist in the show. It's not like she's like, I just need to be around my son again. It was like, she wanted him back, but he's not him. So like, what are you doing? Like, and then you're just opening the door to bring the big bad back next season. Like you just know that's where it's going. It was just a dumb (laughs) ass decision that like when it happened and also the my, one of my biggest problems with heroes is they didn't have a budget and so like every time a fight scene would happen they would just like cut away like it'd be like <laughs> every time there was a fight scene and these people have these amazing powers and they use in really inventive ways at times but every time there'd be a fight scene you'd get the two heroes a hero and a villain square off they'd cut to commercial and they'd come back and the fight would be ending like it happened all of the time, <laughs> including like in the final episode of seasons. So it's just like, why am I watching this show? Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> let's. Uh, you want to watch the trailer for next week's episode? Yeah, man. I haven't seen it yet, so I'm excited. <laughs> that looks amazing. <laughs> <laughs> that looks like maybe one of the best episodes of any show ever like the the way they're going like full-on comedy i don't think i've seen mac play that full comedy uh thing before uh okay so what we just saw if you haven't seen the trailer yet you should watch it it's great uh this is the trailer for episode seven uh of season seven it like they the, first of all we find out we do get colson back <laughs> This yeah, time, Colson back is as in Max Headroom. Form? <laughs> he is Max yeah. Headroom. That's what he is. He's like the '80s Max Headroom, which is amazing. Um, no. I love, I love that reference. Um, they're like Deke is throwing parties with like I don't know a bunch of women dressed in like '80s post-apocalyptic attire and stuff. Like it's, it looks real crazy. And uh, Mac has grown a huge beard, so denoting the passage of time. Oh man. <laughs> This is but great. he shaved his head. He did. He shaved his head, grew the beard out. Um, and wait, did, did, I, he have, did he have hair? Does he, does he normally have hair? No, he'll, he continues to shave his head. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. I thought I was like, wait, does, I didn't think he normally had hair. Um, no, no. But yeah, he's grown a long beard. Uh, and and <laughs> Deke says, he's like, this is a military facility because they're partying. And Deke's like, Colson said it was okay. And it shows Colson <laughs> on the TV. And the best line of the trailer is um, the robot saying exterminate. Yeah, well, yes. It's straight up. I said, I said last episode reminded me of Doctor Who. And this trailer has an actual Dalek reference. <laughs> oh, man. They say that Sybil is creating uh, creating more hunters. Yeah, so that's what happened. Yeah, so they've they've been like living, I guess, uh, subsisting. Somehow Sybil has survived, and she's building hunters in the eighties, which is just super fun. Yep, this looks like every um, freaking eighties horror movie or something. I'm freaking excited, man. I love it. I love that. <laughs> I love that Mac was like. In the in the end of the trailer, it's like somebody somewhere is gonna pay. Yeah, that's the that's my favorite line that I was talking about. Sorry, yeah, exactly. And she's like, "You mean the robots?" He's like, yeah, yeah, the robots. Yeah, that's what I meant. The robots. <laughs> just like it's a great combination of like stupid eighties sort of horror genre stuff mixed with like I don't know co- current pop culture rhythm of timing of jokes and it's just so yeah. good 
It felt a lot like um, like the goofiness of Army of Darkness. Yeah, totally, totally. Which, yeah, this is this is a hundred percent feels like Army of Darkness to me, which I freaking love. Um, yep, man, this this looks like my jam, man. <laughs> oh snap! Uh, episode nine. Uh, this one, this upcoming one is seven. Episode nine is directed by Elizabeth Henstridge. Oh, uh, Gemma, Gemma, Gemma right? Simmons. Yeah. yeah. Oh, cool. Very cool. Hmm. Well, guys, I'm super pumped about next week's episode. It looks like the the comedy looks really well done. The uh, the just it the, the references to '80s stuff as well as Doctor Who, which is also '80s stuff. Uh, man, I'm pumped. I'm very pumped. It looks super exciting, and it's gonna be it's gonna be a great time. This la- this whole season has been just a really really great ride. And I'm ha- I'm excited to see them continue that. Yeah, me too. Ah, oh, I love that Colson is there. That's so good. <laughs> Colson is there as a TV. Oh man, that's so eighties. That's so eighties. That's so sprite. That's ah, uh, that's a reference to. Uh, oh yeah, we didn't mention earlier. Uh, I guess well, this is our wrap up time. Thanks for joining us uh, for our Shields conversation. Uh, we did do an eternal. We we did another comics episode for our patrons this week. Um, so you can go over and check that out if you want to join the Patreon. We did a. We're doing. We did. We last month or the month before we did. Uh, House of M, and now we're covering Eternals. The first, the first half this week, and next half of Neil Gaiman's 2006 2007 run of Eternals, and so that's been fun. Um, so yeah, you guys join on Patreon, be great. That's so sprite. That's so sprite. Um, <laughs> yeah, but uh, again, Pandavision is live. Uh, go subscribe and enjoy. Uh, us our our discussion about the boys and uh, give us those a review. We're gonna we'll do we'll give out a t shirt in the next week or two uh, for people who throw a review over there and you'll get entered in to win uh, this Avengers game that's coming out soon. So yeah, go there enter enter in to win by just throwing us a five star review on iTunes and uh, go do the Jeff to Jeff transfer. All those things. Yeah, it's all important. For any more things, check out strandedpanda.com slash mcucast. We love you guys. Peace. Until next time, true believers.